Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just read a bit, uh, try to adjust, and uh, just uh, build a car more better for the, you know, for the next session. Thanks, Corey. Let's, uh, let's hear from Tom. Uh, tell us about your stint so far, or your, how it's going for you guys. Yeah, we had a pretty difficult start. Um, yeah, we got a few things wrong on the old tire pressures uh, for that first stint, so that was that was really difficult. But we we managed to rectify that uh, over the next couple, and you know, we were able to get ourselves a little bit back in the in the race there and. A bit more competitive, but uh, the Cadillacs look super quick. Um, so it's definitely gonna be a long, long race. Still a lot of work for us to do. Uh, like Murray said, you know our cars—we're not there yet, but hopefully the race in the track comes to us uh, over the next, you know, few hours. But uh, it's definitely chaotic out there, that's for sure. Got questions? Good, Jordan. I'm Jordan Bianchi, athletic. This is for Kumi Kumi. Uh, can you talk about that pass, the number ten car, and the opening laps there on cold tires? Ten cup. Yeah, you passed the. Uh, Albuquerque? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay, good movie, me. Yeah, no, I mean, it was looked. Thank it, you. From the <laughs> 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 I completely forgot. Ten was, was behind in the last, you know, couple of laps. That's why I, I had. Well, yeah, I lost the position to the tank. Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I was starting behind the tank, yes. So, some other drivers seem to think that you're a little maybe too aggressive. Where would you respond to that? Well, you know me. <laughs> no surprise, maybe. <laughs> they say, I can't say. I, I drive like normal, to be honest. I didn't go crazy. I tried to manage uh, the minimum risk, to be honest. But uh, if it looks like, maybe. Go to Jenna. For all three of you, um, you've all mentioned Kamui specifically. You said 60 cars out there, it's chaotic, it's aggressive. Um, how do you handle it? And is there anything specifically that was maybe over the line? Oh, I mean, the, the most difficult part is, is probably after restarts and stuff like that, where you're, you're coming up on a bunch of, you know, the cars are still packed together. I think just before, I don't know if it was middle of that last sort of stint there, after the uh, yellow, yeah, that we came at one point on, like, I felt like the whole GT field, and, and that was pretty 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 crazy. So it's, it's quite difficult to, you know, when they're racing, when they're super close, and then obviously Bordet got caught out at turn one with a GT spinning, so you've just got to dodge everything. You have to be super alert. It, it, you know, you can't relax at all. You feel like you're, 
you're completely on edge for the you know the whole time you're in the car. So it's pretty challenging, but you just have to you know this is such a long race. It's you just got to be smart really about it. Girl. Yeah, I think the same. Me and Tom went through the same pack of traffic, and it gets dicey when we go low off the six, and they're still high, and, and the crossover point. So yeah, it's going to be a really tough long night, and I think it's who's there in the in the morning with a clean car still, because uh, I think a lot's going to happen in this race, even though it's going green for a long way. It's, you got to be so alert, and yeah, there's 60 guys, and now they're going to run through different drivers and stuff like that. So it's difficult to learn and manage who's in the block car. We were about you in traffic. Yeah, well, uh, I think uh, it's, it's pretty difficult compared to the last two or three years. But well, I think uh, in the end of the race, probably, I think it's going to be 14 car wrecked or something like that. So just we have to survive this stage. And uh, I think tomorrow will be a little bit less trouble for everyone. And I think, you know, the, all the gentlemen drive over there, everybody get more experience to how they, you know, they can be positioned to us. So it's going to be more easy, I guess. So. Try to survive uh, until the night or cook night, and uh, we we'll see how it goes. Additional questions? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm curious. Um, how do you guys sort of pace yourselves when you're in the car, knowing the conditions and knowing that you need to get to tomorrow, and, and holding back or throttling your own natural urge to be aggressive? I'm starting. <laughs> well, um, I mean, when you're in the car, you, you know. We're all quite experienced drivers here, uh, and it's a 24-hour race, so it's it's all about risk management. Uh, ultimately, always you know you're always trying to take the car to you know basically the, the, get the most out of it at, at all moments, um, especially in the start of racing because you know it's just it's so chaotic out there. So, uh, but I mean it's it's just all about managing the risk. To be honest, uh, there's there's nothing really more to it. Um, you know, when it's not about being aggressive or not aggressive. Obviously, at the end of the race, when you're you're really fighting for for victory or for the podium or whatever it may be, you know, you're going to be a little bit potentially more aggressive when you're racing one another. But you know, you still have to manage the traffic. You still have to manage you know all the elements and, and whatnot. So yeah, you know, it's 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 just about being clever really in these races with so many cars on track. I was watching the TV. So. <laughs> Did you like what you saw on the TV? Very good. Very good. How do you manage your own uh, urge to be aggressive and, and pace? Oh. Yeah. No, I think uh, I don't need to manage. I mean, just you know, you have to judge if this guy give it away or not. You know, it's not taking risk. At least I try to not contact at all. I mean, this is the target anyway. So for myself, when you, when you overtaking like slow GT or whatever MP3, it's not trying to take risk. Just if he realized I'm there or not. I think this is the most important part of taking risk because if he knew he was looking mirror at least if we dive, still he can avoid the collision. But it's the only problem if he don't look and we dive. I mean, this is miscommunication. It's going to be the most risky part. So this is what I'm doing on the track. So I, I would say wasn't really taking risk. And we are going to go dive, for example. Try to not uh, you know go in the same direction. So instead of going inside track, if you overtaking from outside, probably you can die because anyway, car going to inside. So we do we not stop. So I think this is the way how you handle it. Additional uh, questions. Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
Leave it go. Get it's, Earl. Uh, it's expensive. Earl. Getting yeah. expensive. Earl, um, first stint with your new team. Um, How did you feel? Yeah, it, it was really good. I mean, first stint, there's still a lot to learn. It's quite a different style compared to the to the GC stuff around here, and that's just a matter of trying to survive. I think we all know, all of us, that the race is not one today, it's, it's one tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it's just a matter of cruising around. Chip gave us some good instructions not to damage it and make sure that it's nice and clean tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it was, it was good fun. I mean, the, the category is awesome, and you don't want to get out of the car, you want to do stint after stint after stint, because it's really fun carving the traffic and, and doing all that stuff. Anybody else? Okay, guys, go get some rest. In the number 10 car, uh, eventful uh, couple of stints. Uh, talk us through that if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, um, no, I was not expecting that uh, speed from the Cadillacs in the beginning. Just like just couldn't hold them. They were a little bit quicker on us with the cold tires. Uh, in the beginning, the car is very good. Our car. Uh, at this stage of the race, we don't have uh, so much pace for them. Uh, they are completely controlling us, but. Uh, it's a long race. Normally, when the track evolves a little bit, I expect to be a little bit closer. We have a little bit advantage of top speed on the straight, but we just cannot stay with them on the corners or tractioning out out of the slow corners. Um, yeah, I mean traffic. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I think I will be happy if I finish this race so much on the limit that we need to be to stay up with the other guys and without any mistakes because I, I think it's super easy to do a mistake. The mm. LMP2s are really, really quick. It's hard to pass them. So um, it's going to be interesting. And uh, again, once again, I had a lot of fun. Uh, questions? Jordan Miyake. Jordan Miyake, The Athletic. What did you think of the aggressiveness exhibited by the driver of the 48 car on the opening laps? I mean, he was not really aggressive. I mean, he was just faster than me. And it's just like we've done around, around the outside. It's just. He was he was fast and I think he was in control and uh, I, I think we, we all think I believe that the most experienced drivers like well, I'm gonna go easy but then you just get self carried away with the with the pace and how everything falls out and uh, obviously Kamui was had a really good car and he was going fast and just pulling away so I think he was comfortable with that. A couple drivers have mentioned the possibility of right, conditions are right of possible ice forming on the racetrack. Have you heard that at all? Is that a concern for you? Uh, I think we need to take it as it goes. I mean, it changes so much if it's going to be. I've been here with when it was zero degrees and with a lot of rain. It's going to be very, very tricky with the new tires getting out with really cold tires, but the, the, it's going to be surviving that time there. Um, but again, I'm not thinking about that yet. Uh, I'm going to go in the car, I think, around midnight or something. Uh, I, I see as it goes, but I believe everyone will be trying to double stint the tires to avoid as much as they can that thing. And obviously, uh, safety cars will not make our life easier. Well, Austin, <laughs> driver, driver number 15, uh, Mercedes AMG GT3 and the GTD Pro Class. Uh, I mean, been uh, you know we're very early into this race, but uh, just how has uh, how's it been out there uh, with, with with the amount of cars and traffic you've been facing? Yeah, it's been fun trying to chase down this guy. Uh, it's been uh, it's funny. You don't know any of your competitors. I just spent an entire stint trying to catch up to him, and I just shook shook his hand and introduced myself. You know, it's it's kind of one of those melting pot races, and it's the same thing with navigating traffic. You, you work so hard to understand during the practice and the qualifying races. 
who's driving what cars, what spotters can relay to you to, to make your life easier. I, I would say the LMP3 cars make our stints incredibly challenging because they usually stack up the GT cars a lot. And sometimes you can have good drivers and then sometimes you can have guys like that backwards in the runoff. So um, it's it's definitely a challenge. Uh, I feel like the draft has come more into play. I don't know if it's cooler temperatures than I've ever had in a GT car, even yesterday in the Michelin Pilot Challenge race. So um, it's been fun, um, but I think we're able to keep the, the car in the top five most of the stint. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good start for us. And over to Matthew, uh, driver the number nine FAF Motorsports Porsche 911 GT3R, uh, who, as Austin alluded to, led uh, quite a substantial part of the, the, the race here, just, you know, leading. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. GTD Pro at the start or for that period of time, I mean, you know, certainly a long way to go, but uh, how are you feeling about your chances uh, so far? Right, so, so far it's looking pretty good, I would say. Um, had a good start, um, could, uh, could keep the car in a good shape, uh, looking after the tires. Uh, I still had some fight, I mean, with some cars, I lost the lead, got it back, lost it. Uh, so, uh, but every, I mean, everything is running fine at the moment. The car is, is is spot on. Uh, the fact guys uh, did a pretty amazing job uh, to put the car together for the race, and uh, it seems like we've got a really good pace at the moment. So uh, yeah, Felipe just take, took over. We are running P2, I guess now, but uh, right behind the, the sister car or North Porsche. So um, yeah, pretty happy on how it went, and it's still very, very long way into the race, uh, very early into the race. So the moment we just kind of relax and, and drive around. Matthew, we'll go to questions. We'll uh, start here in the middle, and then we'll move up. Go ahead, Terry. Steve Watson, Speedway, GuyJust.com. Um, <coughs> your first caution is obviously a little bit of organized chaos when coming to get rid of the 61 cars that are in this field for either or both. What is kind of the strategy at this point, both under caution and in a great play, to try and work around 61 cars on the road? Couldn't hear honestly. He was the full question. <laughs> Basically, uh, the, the, the managing managing the, the, the crowded pit road yeah. with that many cars. Um, what, I mean, what is your what is your strategy, both under caution or under green, for managing 
What's your strategy under caution R grade managing integrated exit? Obviously, we always try to save fuel uh, as much as we as we can on the yellow. Uh, for, uh, the shortest fueling time at the, at the stop. Uh, this is clear. I also on track on the green for sure. Every, every opportunity I tried to save fuel uh, when I could in traffic. Um, and this actually, I think, helped us also to, at the first yellow to stay in the front uh, because we got a pretty quick stop. Um, and then, yeah, for sure, it's very cold outside, so you need to look after your tires. Uh, we know. Precautions can be pretty long, uh, so for sure it's difficult to sometimes bring up the temperature and we drive quite slow behind the safety car, so you have to look after your tires, after your fuel, and uh, make sure you're ready when, when it's green. Greg, go ahead. Uh, Greg Engelotta week. Um, people, people, Mr. Durrani was just in here, and he was, they were talking about the teams, they were talking about possibility of ice tonight. Is that a discussion that's among you, among the teams, that you have to kind of prepare for that in some form or fashion? I think the only way I've prepared for it is I plan on taking my helmet with me inside of the bus uh, so it doesn't freeze from the sweat that's in it. Because <laughs> it is going to be cold. I mean, I, I can't think of one that I've done that's been this cold. And, um, you know, the, the tough part is we've had so much weather throughout the week. I guarantee you everybody hasn't been able to scuff enough tires to get you through those freezing temperatures. So um, it's it's been a while since I've had to really deal with cold tires on a, on a green flight basis like, like I think you have to in these types of cars. And, um, it's very tricky, and it's, uh, it, it's going to catch some people out. And I think it's especially difficult for the prototypes, um, especially you know, the amateurs in LC3 cars. Um, that, that's where things, uh, miscommunication in traffic, I, I think, uh, usually causes that, that caution in the middle of the night. Holly? You're good? Any others? Go ahead, Chan. Austin, um, how are you feeling? I think you had a pretty busy week. You tested it in Phoenix, and then you ran yesterday's race, and now today. I feel good right now. I mean, this double stint at the beginning of the race asked me after my second triple, I guess. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been like you said, a really busy week, really, uh, since the next-gen Daytona test, because do the next-gen Daytona test, and then uh, we have all of the NASCAR production stuff during the week, and then I come here for the roar where I'm doing double duty, do the qualifying race, then go to Phoenix, come back and do practice in the GT4 after a red-eye flight, and then do the regular weekend, and then do the race yesterday, and then today, it's been, and then the class is next week. So <laughs> it's been uh, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, so I, I can't really complain too much. Um, my food intake has replaced my sleep intake. Um, so that'll definitely kept, uh, catch up with me um, on Monday when I have to show up at Penske Production Day. Um, and try not to have packs under my eyes, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, and I don't think, uh, Anyone would look at me uh, straight if I, if I complained about the week I've had. Glamorous life of a race car driver. <laughs> would trade it. I'm wondering, um, what, how, did you, how have you liked the next-gen um, car? You guys were pretty fast uh, in Phoenix. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.